At Red Barn, our pet food ingredients work overtime. They aren't just there for show. Dandelion greens work to maintain a healthy digestive system. Salmon oil works to enhance the immune system. Green-lipped mussels work to support joint health. These hard-working ingredients support your dog's active, healthy life. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Visit RedBarnInc.com to save a dollar on Red Barn grain-free canned food. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah.
2015, and you are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. I am your host. My name is Alexi Wasser. Now, just to quickly explain what Boy Crazy Radio is, well, Boy Crazy Radio is a call-in advice show for anyone and everyone out there. Yes, yes, you. Yes, even you, you freak. Everything is going to be okay, all right? You've now found your safe haven. You now have your new home away from home where you're no longer a dork, a nerd, not accepted because everybody's welcome here at Boy Crazy Radio. All I want to do is be the big sister that you never even knew you needed or wanted. I, for whatever reason, have so much energy because I'm an only child, and I don't know, I just have a lot of energy that I want to hear all of your fucking sob stories, your bullshit problems. I want to, I want to listen, and, uh, and I want to help. And when you call in or when you write me, your, uh, sometimes people like to email me their questions and their problems. You can email me that uh that information, you can email me your questions and problems to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, subject big sis. You can also tweet me your questions and comments or whatever at Alexi Wasser, uh, or you can just call in. Talk to me, voice to voice, and that number again is 646, or maybe I haven't even given it. That number is 646-378-0649. I have so much energy. I want to listen. I want to help. And if I don't even help and I don't have the right advice for you, I will send you someplace uh, that can help you, that's more, uh, you know, more equipped to help you. But if nothing else, you know what? Sometimes it just feels good for someone to listen. And I will do that. I will listen. And I will distract you from your inner turmoil. Turmoil. I can't pronounce it, but I'll help you. I'll walk you through it. I'll walk with you through it. Um, Listen. You have all the info. You've got all the pertinent info. I've got some things to tell you. I'll get to that in a moment. First, I'm going to get to the phone calls because that's what this is all about, all right? When I pick up the phone, I'm going to ask you for your name, your age, your location, and then get right into your problem. So everybody know name, age, where you're calling from, and then what your problem is. I know you can do it. I believe in you. I might be the only one who does. All right, first call, area code 661. Hello. Hello, what's your name? How old are you and where are you calling from? Hey, um, my name is Rachel. I'm 24 and I'm actually calling from Istanbul, but I'm from Boston. Are you, are you really? This is exciting. This is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's like 7 in the morning, so sorry if I sound sleepy. No, I'm honored. I'm honored and, I, and you sound crystal clear. And how's, the sound, how's the sound on your end? Can you hear me clearly or is it, is it really I shitty? can hear you very well, very well. Oh, Fantastic. So what is going on in Istanbul with you? Okay. So I'm calling because I'm having an issue with, like, a fatal attraction scenario. Um, so, like, with this guy. And, like, if I list all the things that are, like, horribly wrong with him and I should not, like, I should never talk to him again, like, I understand they sound, like, if I say them all out loud, it's like, okay, I should have nothing to do with this guy. However, basically the short story is, um, this guy, like, works at a place, he works at this club that I belong to, he's a manager, like, rooftop pool, whatever, like, I'm not going to stop going there, but, like, I know I should have nothing to do with him, and I just don't know, like, I'm going to see him all the time, but I really should not have anything to do with this guy, and I just don't know okay. how to. Okay, tell me, walk me through, uh, 
what he's doing that's that's creepy <clears throat> and fucked up. I want to know. Okay. I'm going to try to give the short story. So, basically, I met him last year, and, like, I instantly, like, I met him at a bar, like, through a friend. He's, like, so handsome, so tall, so charming, like, perfect. And I, like, haven't been this attracted to a guy in, like, five years, whatever. We started, we talked for, like, 45 minutes. I was, like, oh, my God, I love this guy, whatever. And then he mentioned he has a girlfriend. So, that was last year. And, like, and I, yeah, and I ended up meeting his girlfriend, all this fucked up shit. And I was so attracted to him, all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. I ended up in, like, six months, like, we... We ended up, like, hooking up twice, which I know is, like, super fucked up, and I actually will never do that again. I learned my lesson. Wait, while he, while he had that. a girlfriend? While he, while he had a girlfriend? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm telling you, this is, like, fatal attraction, dude, because I literally, like, I mean, I know I maybe could have stopped myself, but I, like, could not stop myself. But that's last year I learned from that. It was a very bad choice, et cetera. Et cetera. No judgment. So, anyway. No, judge, yeah, no so, judgment over here at Boy Crazy Radio. You're in Istanbul. I'm Los Angeles. <laughs> you do what you did. I'm not judging anyone anywhere. Okay, keep going. Yeah, so that was super fucking stupid, but whatever. Anyways, that was last year. And his girlfriend ended up finding out. Like, he cheated on her, like, a few times. Again, like, kind of a scumbag. With um, you? N- no, like, I mean, like, I ha- I hooked up with him twice. Um, but, like, he cheated with other people, I think, as well. Um, okay, but here, here's my here's my question before I know I ask you to tell mm-hmm. me what, what the weird shit was. But so far, it sounds like you were really into him. He's like a good looking Casanova, Lothario, badass dude, mm-hmm. living his life. How old yeah. is he? He's I think 28, and I'm 24. He's 28. You're 24. So what is he doing? Like, why can't you just go to this? Why can't you just go to this uh, club that you share? Are you worried that you're gonna like? keep falling in love with him and wanting to have sex with him or is he bothering you that's what i want to know no 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 so 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 that was last year and then this year like i started seeing him like it, it would it, i hadn't seen him in like half a year or whatever his girlfriend dumped him and like it's a very small like the social scene here is like you go to the same like 30 places but like you see people you know all the time so i started seeing him all the time um, and, like, we slowly started, like, kind of talking again. And then he became manager of this place that I'm always at, whatever. And so I've hooked up with him again. Like, uh, he's single now, but he's still, like, you know, really bad news, I think. Like, but, you know, he's, like, a player, problem? blah, blah, blah. Well, okay, so, like, I mean, I know I don't want him to be my boyfriend because he's a dick. Um, but, like, I don't think I can have, like, unattached, like, unemotional sex with him either but he's there and it's like I just make really bad decisions and so like if he's going to be around like I don't know how to stop hooking up with him if he's going to be there all the time oh like, man so this is not fatal this isn't fatal attraction I thought you were making it like he's fatal attraction like cause fatal attraction is a movie about a woman who goes mental over a guy and like boy oh. rabbit or whatever but like so <laughs> no, I'm like thinking, no. okay I, I'm thinking you're having a problem and you're making him out to be the crazy lady from fatal attraction and then no, I thought no, maybe no, you're sorry. but then but then I but then I thought you know, I love that these references don't really get their due diligence because people are starting around things and it doesn't quite make sense. But and then I thought maybe you were totally in love with him and infatuated, and that that maybe it, that does sound more like what's happening here. But here's the deal. Yeah, yeah. Lo- logically, mm-hmm. you have a pro- logically you have a problem with him. Like your your brain says no, but your private say like, oh my god, I gotta fuck this guy. This guy is so enticing. He's bad news. He's sexy. Like he can't be tamed. I need him. Now here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Either either go with it because you said he's single i mean you've already slept with him when he had a girlfriend you know like mm-hmm. either either 
flirt with him and have sex with him and go with the flow and, and see how you feel as it goes, especially since he's single and you're single. Or mm-hmm. if you if you really know you want nothing to do with him, then you just have to practice self-control and just, like, just fucking own yourself and just, just make yourself proud if, by not doing things you know you want to do. And if you think alcohol is going to, like, make you do shit you don't want to do because you're on a rooftop pool, it's going to be summer vacation or whatever the fuck, uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, you're drinking by the pool and then all of a sudden, like, your your walls and your barriers are coming down and you're like, oh, fuck, I'm drunk and I'm now I'm going to do all the things that I know I shouldn't do when I'm sober, then don't drink mm-hmm. or don't go there, you know? You have to decide. Yeah, it's, yeah, it sucks. It's because, like, normally I would just, like, avoid him and I would, and, and also just, like, stop talking to him and, like, you know, like, ghost him, but, like, I can't. I literally can't ghost him. But, I mean, look, so. look at what this pro- – look, look at the situation. Look at look at what a non-problem this is. And I get it. Like, we're, we're women. It's 2015. We're young. We're living our lives. Like, this is so wonderful that this is your main problem, that you're you're slightly spiraling over a really hot guy that you've already slept with, that, that thinks you're sexy, that you think is sexy. You're a member of a club, which means you have to pay money, or somebody's paying money for you to be a private member of a club with a rooftop pool. Sounds amazing. You're already in Istanbul. I don't know where the club is. Is that Boston or, or where you are now? Uh, Istanbul. Oh, so that's where the club is? Yeah. Okay, so you're, like, living this ideal, amazing life. So, first of all, let's all, like, be be thankful for that. Be thankful for that. And uh, And if you do sleep with him, just... Uh, you wear, you know, buy condoms. Know that you've been mm-hmm, mm-hmm. drunk. I already, I already, I already had that talk with him. I'm so proud. <laughs> yeah. So, and then, and then also think about if, if, if you, if you're like, oh, my brain says like I don't want to be with this guy because he's already cheated on his ex-girlfriend. So if he were to be my boyfriend, he'd probably cheat on me, and I don't trust him. But he, I'm like drawn to him, like I knew him in a past life or something. Here's what I suggest. Uh-huh. I suggest you. Yeah, take ownership of yourself and write a list of, like, what you really want. I mean, I know this is such a mm-hmm. fucked up, dumb cliche that women are told to do, but, like, figure out who you are and what you want for yourself and then own it and back back yourself up on this and make yourself proud by being, like, really grounded in who you are and go and say to yourself, if I don't want that type of guy and I've already been there and done that, uh, as they say, well, mm-hmm. great, then cool. Then, then hold out for something better and the new version of what you want you know so mm-hmm. and then and that's and then you grow and you evolve and like prove yourself to yourself that you can be tough and you can you can uh, have self-restraint and you can learn from your mistakes and and uh and yeah, i think alcohol I like that. alcohol yeah and alcohol is going to be something that like that fucks with that so watch your drinking like make sure because that's the thing with drinking it's like drinking is really fun i don't know how much you do it but i know that women's bodies are different from men's bodies. And I'm saying this because we get mm-hmm. we get drunker more easily, more quickly. If you drink faster, you, you, you can black out. Like, we're just sensitive. You're a woman, you're sensitive, and you don't want to put mm-hmm. yourself in the situations also where you're, like, tipsy and drunk and then doing shit that you're like, oh, I said I wasn't going to do that. So just take control of your of your actions, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. Thank li- you very much. Okay. You're welcome. Have a great summer uh, in the rooftop club. This is fantastic. I mean, I'm not there. We're all not there, but she's she's there, and that's great. She should know that. Um, I mean, really, if you take a step back, her life's pretty pretty great. I mean, I want to sleep with this guy. He was probably my boyfriend who cheated on me, and I I want him back now. I want to have sex with him because he sounds adorable. <laughs> uh, okay, area code nine one seven. Who is this? Who are you? Tell me everything. Hello. It's you, yes. Tell me, uh, what's your name, how old are you, and where are you calling from? Hi. Um, 
I'm Millie. I am calling from Denver, Colorado. And I just have, like, a really simple question. I'm recently single. It's been under a year. And I'm just trying to figure out, like, the playing field. But I've had a crush on this guy. And I'm not sure if he's single or not. And I'm not exactly sure how to, like, go about it. Because I don't want to be that, like, creepy chick who's hitting on a guy who might be possibly taken. Can I just tell you something? Here's something. I want to give you an example real quick before I actually get to answering your question. I, years ago, some guy, like, liked one of my photos. Or, no, he, like, he liked one of my tweets. And I think I, we had mutual friends, and I don't know if he direct messaged me or if I direct messaged him for whatever reason, but I think I was attracted to him. And I didn't know if he was single or not single. Uh, and I... I'm so bold. Don't worry. You will never be like me, but I'm so bold. <laughs> I, du- I direct messaged him. I go, what's your astrological sign? And he went, I'm an Aries. And then I, and then my response was, I sent him a link to, to uh, Susan Miller's astrological website where I did the match of our astrological signs, our love match. And it went love match for an Aries and an Aquarius. And I'm an Aquarius. And I sent that to him, and I and I don't think he ever responded. And now years later, turns out he was married at the time. Okay, he was married. Oh fuck! And and he never responded because he's like a gentleman and he's a good guy and he's not trying to be like flirting or up to no good behind his wife's back. But I just want to let you know that some girls like myself really embarrass themselves and are bold and like you know have no boundaries. And and you're not that. So just just be thankful that that you're not that. So. So you want, so you wanting to know, and and by the way, and now I'm having a flirtation with the guy, and it's all good, and I laughed about it, and because I didn't take that too seriously, I just thought it was funny, and now we're now we're having text flirtation, whatever the fuck that means, probably nothing. But anyway, um, if you want to know if this guy is single, either ask around or just go, oh, who are you dating, or is that your girlfriend, or just like say it as if you don't care. I like to ask direct questions, uh, as if it's no big deal. Like, I would just say it as if I think the guy is really ugly and I could not care less if he wanted to date me or whatever. I would just go like, oh, are you, do you have a girlfriend? Oh, cool, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, no big deal. But So who is this guy? How do you know him and how often do you see him? I just know him through, like, the community. He's an artist. He's, like, super cute, super sexy. But, like, we're just acquaintances. And I think that's where my timidness comes in. It's like we're not actually, like, good friends or anything along those lines so I'm always hold like, up hold up i just realized isn't this the whole reason facebook is this is a success isn't facebook a success uh, because because uh somebody what's his name decided to have a little section on facebook that said single or in a relationship so does this guy have a facebook it's one of those it's one of those like ambiguous like i don't have anything about me type of profiles and you're like god, god damn it <laughs> You know, um, stalking not made too easy, so, hey. Well, no, you, like, who, 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 okay, who, who's your mutual friend, though? You guys must have a mutual friend or somebody that knows we, of him or we, something. We do have a mutual friend, but I, I don't know. I'm, I, I know exactly what I have to do, but, like, I want to be more direct, and, like, that's kind of where I want to go in life. It's just, like, not having to weed through other people to get the answers that I want and just being, like, more direct. And so I guess the question is, like, do I just go for it, like, in person? Yeah. Or do I, like, do that, like, 
on like Facebook thing being like, hey, like no. maybe we should hang out and like have that. No, I, I listen, know. I've done that. I've done. <laughs> here's the thing. There, there's something I tell my friends, and I have to tell, remind myself about it. And my my therapist kind of taught me about this. If like I don't, I won't send a text, and I won't send a Facebook message or an email if I'm not. If if I I won't send a text, an email, a Facebook message, a, an Instagram DM, a Twitter DM, if I know that that I can't handle not getting a response back. Like if the idea of like somebody just leaving me hanging will make me spiral and make me be like, oh my god, I'm a loser, I'm so embarrassed, I'm so embarrassed. Then I go, okay, Lexi, you can't send that because if, if they leave you hanging, you're just gonna fucking freak the fuck out and like implode. So I don't want to say that you're as weak as I can be sometimes, or I don't want to, or, or, but this is a ballsy thing to do is to just like Facebook a dude and then potentially see that he's read your message and then he doesn't respond to you. So I say, next time you just see him in person, just start talking to him. Just go, how are you? That's such a bold, like normal thing that a lot of people don't ask. That's so simple, but like can start a conversation. Oh, how are you? Blah, blah. Ask him some random question about anything or where did you get those well, this or that, or have you been to this thing lately, or whatever? Just, but act as if you don't give a fuck. Like you're just making conversation. Because don't forget, you're a woman. Men are hoping to have sex with you and put their privates in your privates. You have all the power in the world, so don't go giving away your power because you're telling your, the story to yourself. Like I like him, and he's he has the power, and he's not gonna like me. Just you're Millie, if that's your real name, okay? You're you're Millie, you're living your life, he doesn't need to know you have a crush on him, and you're allowed to say hello and how are you and strike up a conversation with him and ask him some bogus question disguised as a real question about something you care about, like an exhibit or or a movie or Whole Foods or whatever the fuck, and then at some point just go, uh, you know, suss it out. Maybe he'll say, my, my girlfriend, maybe he'll bring it up. And then when mm. you, you have to, and then you have to feel it out, you've got to like vibe it. Maybe you can say, oh, like, do you want to go to this thing with me? Or I have another ticket to go to this thing. Or, like, I was going to go to this thing. Do you want to go? Or have you been to this? And then at some point you just have to feel it, like you're dancing. And you just, and, like, just you'll know when to ask or not to ask if he's dating anyone or whatever, you know? Yeah. You, you're right. Yeah, because yeah, it's just such a, like, that, that's a really legitimate way of asking because like, I just, I don't know, like, I literally recently single, and I'm like, how do I not remember how to be single? Like, it's so weird, so I'm just trying to, like, make the right move without being creepy or overstepping my boundaries. But I think that what you just told me, doing it in person, feeling it out, being totally, like, just not giving a fuck and then seeing what answers come up is going to be a lot easier than maybe being like too forceful and direct through some so like social yeah. media. Yeah. Then it, that's weird because like there's a social media weird like cuz it's like you're it's not going to say it in person. <laughs> it's it's stressful, it's weird, it's sketchy, it's not the sexiest look. Also like mm-hmm. if, you, if you run in if you run into each other in person and or you like you see them at a mutual thing and then it's more organic then, then it's like and then it's just more like effortless and it doesn't look like you're like at home pondering like how to, you know, what, what punctuation to use on this weird cryptic Facebook message or yeah. whatever. And, 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 and the thing is like, don't forget, this is something you can do by yourself just to like for all of your future dating. 
and your whole mind frame as far as dating is concerned. Uh, if it doesn't work out and he doesn't like you, it's not the end of the world. There are like a million people. It's a, it's like a blessing. He's doing you a favor. If he does like you, awesome. If he doesn't or it only goes so far or it gets weird or he's not into you flirting with him, then like it's actually doing you a favor because then you go, oh, okay, well, that, now I know what to do next. Nothing. Or this is not right for me. <laughs> Clearly he doesn't like mm-hmm. me or you'll... Or or you'll learn you will, you'll go on one date with him and you'll realize you're not that into him and and that's all of that is fine it's like if rejection doesn't have to mean like on your end or from him or any guy none of it has to mean anything it just you're just like kind of navigate like figuring out like who does work for you and what works and like and you're getting one step closer you know to to the right person. You know, so mm-hmm. so it's, it's all not so serious. And I'm I'm not newly single, but I I I'm like I'm I've broke up. I ended my thing like seven months ago, and I was watching. But it's weird. I've gone through this. How long have you been single? Like roughly under a year as well. But it was a four year relationship. So yeah, I'm kind of I get like, it. Oh God. No, I get it. Dating it's in funny general is like something that I'm just like needing to really get back into. I know it's so weird because <laughs> as ridiculous as this sounds, like I watch I watch horrible TV, which is no shocker, and that's not ridiculous. But uh, but I watch I love I love Real Housewives of New York, and here's what I'm gonna say in, in regards to like dating at any age and and dating at any age and being newly single. Watching this season of of the New York Housewives is so awesome because Ramona's husband cheated and she's getting divorced. Bethany Frankel is back on the show. She had a baby with her husband and then they just got a divorce. And uh, Luann is divorced. And there are all these like 50, like late 40, 50 something year old women out in the world on their weird reality show out like on the town, just like meeting people. And it's weird because they're doing it and it seems fun and I'm sure it's difficult and I'm sure they go through the same struggles and heartbreak and like mourning and it must be even harder at that, you know, older as a woman, you know, later in life, but it's like, fuck it. You pick up the pieces, you go through the devastation and then you just have to go, okay, I'm going back out there. And Ramona said something, which is, uh, yeah, Ramona said something that I actually thought uh, was, was exciting and interesting to me because I like, I like this phrasing. She said, I've just gone from keeping the company of men to dating. So that's, that's how she eases, like that's, that's her transitional period where she got divorced, was devastated, crumbling in the fetal position in her bed, figuring it out to just getting strong enough to quote unquote, keep the company of men, whatever the fuck that means, like sex and making out and who knows what she's doing with men, like baby steps towards the dating pool. And now she's actually saying she's dating. So, uh, and I like that. I like the like baby steps of recovery after a breakup. I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited about falling in love again and even potentially being heartbroken again, because that means I would have fallen in love. I'm at, and, and I even, I don't even mind the breakup process. It, it made me be so creative and made me feel so many feelings. And even like the getting back in the dating thing, it's so awkward and bizarre, but it makes you so tough and it's like shows you how resilient your heart is. It's kind of exciting. So back it to is. It is, yeah. It's it's and and now, you know, you're gonna go talk to this guy, see how it goes. If it's totally weird and you cringe, you call me next week and you go, Oh god, I saw him and I said it and he was like so <laughs> weird and then we'll we'll talk about it. But who gives a fuck? You should be so lucky that you're like considering like 
letting him fuck you, essentially. You know what I mean? Like, that's what we're going towards, right? He's so lucky. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm, yeah, I, I guess it is an invitation to fuck indirectly. <laughs> But, I mean, like, I'm not one to do that right off the bat either. No, but the funny thing is I'm not, I'm not either. Like, I, of course, I've had, you know, my moments where I move quickly, and I, I prefer, like, making out. I think making out is so underrated. I think that's – and I, I'm way more old-fashioned than I seem, but I'm just making it in a, in a bigger, bolder way. What I'm saying is two people flirting, like, and, you know, and deciding to go on a date and you deciding that you want to ask this guy if he's single or not – what it's all ultimately leading towards, and I don't mean to say, like, fucking, because I'm so crass, and I actually am not that crass, but, like, it it means, like, you, at some point, I don't know how many dates in or whatever, but, like, you're attracted to this guy. Maybe he'll be attracted to you back. I'm sure he will. You sound amazing. And you always want to, you know, it could just lead, ultimately, it's heading towards being naked, intertwined, looking in each other's eyes, pulling hair, making out, having sex, like, and doing this weird animalistic thing that we do, you know, so it's like, he should be so lucky. That's my, that's my main point. Like you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he should be so lucky. Well, that's all. So just don't forget your power. I don't know if that makes sense, but I, and I, no, it I, does. And, and thank you. I appreciate it. I've called in a couple of times before in the past and you've given me advice too. So it's always been helpful and I've always used it. And it's been great. Well, thank you. Oh, my God. You know, I'm excited about reading that weird, uh, that Bethany Frankel book, too. It's called, like, I'm so into the Real Housewives of New York. It's, it's like, disgusting. But I, I don't care. I don't care anymore, everybody. It's just, I don't even care. I mean, I obviously care because I'm giving disclaimers left and right. But, yeah, she, her book is called, like, uh, something about, like, I make mistakes so you don't have to or some kind of whatever. Google Bethany Frankel and then send it to me after you read it because I, I want to read it. I like audiobooks. Though. But, anyway, here's the thing. Talk to the dude. Call me next week because I, I will be waiting with bated breath because I want to know what happens. It's fun for me to know. All right. Well, hopefully I'll run into him because I got to, like, I'm not going to, like, ask him on Facebook what's up, but I have to make sure that we're at the same art event or something like that. So well, hopefully listen, we'll run into each other. I'll be that, in oh, natural hell. <laughs> It'll be fake. And you, and you will. And that's the thing. You you got to, like, that's another excuse to, like, the best, thing I did for myself breaking up and I noticed the real housewives are, are doing it too post breakup the best thing I did for myself was I had to just keep moving forward I had to keep going yep. out dipping my dipping my toe into the stream of life as, as I, I heard someone say one time and I like that phrase but I just kept moving forward so go out into the world go to these art openings you know take ubers drink don't drink too much uh you know don't have weird unprotected sex with creepy weird people be, be careful but like throw yourself into the world and then yeah maybe you'll run into him maybe you'll run into somebody somebody else maybe you'll just have great times with your girlfriends maybe you'll bond with your family like but yeah like the breakup is such a great excuse to just go fuck I gotta shake myself up who am I what happened oh my god I gotta rebuild so like either way you're good but I expect a call next week or I'll feel like uh, you abandoned me anyway okay I'm taking another call area code 512 yes hello Hello, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? And tell me everything. Hi, I, hi. my name is Dan. I'm 25. This is from Austin, Texas. Oh, exciting. Okay. I, I love Texas. I love Austin. I love you. you Texas, this gal? Uh, I mean, I was born and raised 
in in Hollywood in Los Angeles, but uh, but I love Texas. Texas is great. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, what's up with you? Tell me, what's, well, tell me what you're what you're going through. Are you having dating issues or what? Oh, where to begin, Alexi? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's a bunch of bunch of crap, really. Uh, do you are you familiar with uh, having uh, terrible anxiety all the time? Terrible anxiety all the time. Yeah, like all the time. Yeah, can I tell tell you today? I totally know about that because I woke up panicked. I don't I don't know if it's in the air right now, but I feel like we can trauma bond about this. I sure. woke up like I woke up like in a cold sweat panic where my heart was beating really fast and I'm still moving at that rate because I'm talking so fast. And I even took a nap earlier today to to be ready for for the for Boy Crazy Radio. And I'm 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 sweating profusely and moving at a rapid pace. But I feel like I'm helping. I feel like I've got good advice. My brain works quickly, so it's all serving all the listeners. But for me, I feel the panic in my in my bones. But what about you? No, what about I, you? I, absolutely. No, yeah, the, I I definitely understand what you're saying. It's, it's like a uh, I get that all the time where you wake up with a. It's not a good wake up. It's not like a calm wake up. It's a it's a heart racing wake up where like. It's an existential crisis as soon as you're processing reality again, which is a weird way to wake up, I feel like. Well, and then do you wake up that – so did you ask that because you are always experiencing that, or are you here to tell me that you identify that me and you want to help me? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> listen, listen, I'm here to help you. No, uh, ah! no, I, I'm, I, I am just relating to that kind of uh, – because I, I do go through that, and I did have that today. Uh, but I also uh, – I feel like uh, – I don't know, I'm doing a weird confessional thing, which makes sense for why I'm calling this right now. But uh, I don't know. I feel like that that's often the case with me if it's the day after drinking a lot. I don't know if that's the yeah. same with you. Uh, but, uh, yeah, for me, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a waking up, being hungover, and, like, for some reason that triggers an existential crisis. I don't know why that is. I Like, do you – is that something that you relate to? Well, you know what? I, I could see – but a lot of bad stuff happens the day after I drink, and I can also see how like being really anxiety ridden makes you want to drink because you want to kind of tap out and you want to shut your brain off a little bit and kind of dull yourself. Yeah. So you yeah. so you drink, and I can relate to that because my brain, not to brag, because it's kind of uh, not not always a blessing, but my brain works at a rapid pace, and I overthink, overanalyze, see everything, I'm right. hyper self-aware, and it's like painful to have that, you know, to have that thing going on with your brain where you're just like, think, 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 so I have to meditate, and I'm trying to do that more, and I do that, and it's helpful, and, but yes, I, I do drink sometimes, and, and, you know, just to have fun, and shut off a bit, and just relax, and then the next day, because alcohol is a depressant, uh, I feel sluggish. I don't look as cute because I'm a woman, and it, it makes my face look not as cute as it could look. And I'm, I get depressed. And then also, if I'm really hungover, I'll everything is magnified, and I'll be like, "Oh no, did I embarrass myself? Does everybody hate me? Oh no!" And then it like makes everything right. worse, you know? Well, I, I personally think there's something like weirdly sexy about a hungover woman. But uh, anyway, like I, I think that. I don't know. For me, anyway, actually, the question I was going to ask you was, like, do you think that meditating helps you, like, with romantic endeavors? Like, can you meditate on a potential relationship? I think. So, basically, okay, 
yes, but here's why. Because that's meditating will make you better. Meditating will make you, and I'm no meditation expert. I'm like a work in progress. I'm trying to use this as a tool. So I'm just like a big sister who's trying to like, you know, pass on what I'm noticing in my own life. But I know that that if I can quiet my brain without alcohol, without drugs, without anything, and I don't do drugs, I don't even smoke pot, but if I can turn my phone off, set the timer for 20 minutes, close my eyes, and, like, lay down and just focus on, like, yeah, I guess I'll say my third eye, which I've been covering with bangs for years, which maybe I should grow out my bangs. But anyway, if I can just focus on the third eye and, like, say some kind of calming mantra thing to myself, or nothing, but I, you know, Does one example. Is that something I need to develop? Well, here's what I say. My my therapist said that I should say this, and I'll share it because he cares because it's helpful. My therapist said I can just say everything is exactly as it needs to be. You can just think that to yourself. Everything is exactly as it needs to be. Apparently, so says my therapist, that phrase, everything is exactly as it needs to be, is like, when you say that, it actually, like, calms your body. And I just choose to believe Everything that he knows what he's talking about. What's that? Oh, I was just repeating your mantra, that's all. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, I love it. I don't I don't know how I ended up saying, oh, this is hilarious. You just ended up repeating my mantra, and I'm giving out mantras to repeat. It's so hilarious Fine. to me. It's so, I'm self-aware enough to make fun of myself. But this is good. This is cool shit. This is cool shit. Okay, so, yeah, so 20 minutes. You just focus on, like, you know, the middle part of your forehead. We'll call it your third eye. Say whatever you want to say. You decide. It's none of my business. But I, I like to say, like, just think to myself, everything is exactly as it needs to be. And then just think about nothing. Just, like, focus and just be calm. But then if a thought comes into my head, and of course it's going to because of the culture we live in and the way our brains work. And, and when it does, I don't go, oh, fuck, oh, there's this thought that came to my brain. Oh, I messed it up. Oh, no, I ruined the meditation. You just go, you notice it? You just push it aside, you know, casually, and you just go back to what you're doing. And it's so simple, it's hard. Like, that's all meditation is. I mean, really, it's just, and you just are quiet with yourself. You just sit with yourself. And every time, yeah, go on. How then do you, like, apply that, like, that line of thinking to, to then, like, your actual rational brain about the things that are actually going on in your life? Like, but when do you decide? That- because it makes you more still. It changes, like, I mean, really, if we really got into it, and, and I'm, again, obviously not an expert, but from what I've read and what I've talked to people about, um, it, like, changes, like, the molecules in your system. It changes your being. You know what I mean? It makes you more still. It makes you more quiet. It makes you more grounded. It makes you more centered. Just learning how to strengthen the synapses in your brain to to uh, get back to focusing on your third eye and being quiet and going from, oh, a thought entered my brain while I was meditating and then bringing your thought back, that strengthens the synapses in your brain. And And also, while you're meditating, and I guess I have done a lot of research on this, while you're meditating, what you're essentially doing is taking control of your thoughts. You're rerouting where you put your attention. Uh, a fragmented thought from your monkey brain being like, oh, my God, that person did this, or I've got to make money, or I'm freaking out, or this girl didn't return my text, and 
what a dick, or who the hell does she think she is? Like, fuck her, like, whatever. I hate my boss, or I'm not where I want to be, or am I going to get the ranting onto all this shit? That's real shit. That's real. But for a moment, 20 minutes, you're rerouting your tension. You're just focusing on one spot. You're saying everything is exactly as it needs to be. So you're taking control of your thoughts. Now, later, this is a, a, you know, probably a five-part answer to your question. Just bear with me. You will mm-hmm. end up being able, you'll end up, through this exercise of meditation, you'll end up being able to control your thoughts in everyday life. Let's say, for example, you are walking down the street. You run into two people that you know. They're kind of frenemies. One of them is a bit sarcastic to you, says something bizarre. It kind of like lands in your brain. You don't like it. It makes you feel weird. Maybe months prior to meditating, you would have sat with that all day while you're running errands or while you're at work, while you're in other parts of your life later in the day and been like, what the fuck did Henry mean when he said that to me? What the fuck? I can't believe it. And you, you kind of, we internally spiral. We, we're never really present. You know, we're, we're thinking about other things. We're getting fixated on little things. And we don't realize that we control where we put our attention. But after meditation, you'll notice, you'll drop You'll, you'll be in the moment with, I'm just making this weird example up. You'll be in a situation with this fictitious person named Henry who kind of said something bizarre to you. And now that you're meditating, instead of holding on to any kind of bizarre exchange or questionable exchange you guys had, you can kind of shake it off and go, oh, I don't want to pay attention to that. You can choose not to pay attention to things. Things don't, you don't hold on to things as long. You're present, so when you're hanging out with Henry, having a weird moment, you can leave it in that moment. And when you're and when you're back in your car, you're in your car, you know. And then you're right. driving, and and it's it's interesting because yeah, for me, meditation is just a practice of how to be present, how to uh, yeah, and gain control of where I put my attention and my thoughts. And I hope that makes sense because that will, will no, calm it, you. It, it, yeah. It, 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 it very much does, especially when you're talking about uh, shutting off the monkey brain, because that that definitely uh, that definitely is something that hit, hits home for me. Uh, that to me is like the hardest thing in the entire world to to get rid of. And uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I I would love to start trying to meditate, but I, I just I don't know. It seems easier to just buy Xanax off one of your buddies, you know. No, no, you know what, I've never taken Xanax, I don't do cocaine, I don't do speed, not that those are like Xanax at all, but I've never taken a Klonopin, I've never like, I don't do these things, and I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, but here's what I'm saying, when you get off the phone with me, turn your phone off for 20 minutes, just sit on your couch, or on the floor, or lay down on your couch, and just close your eyes. Well, I am on the couch right now, so you're right on the money. Yeah, so just, just do that, and like, I'll tell you another thing on how like, meditation and even if you don't meditate, but meditating, you should. I mean, everybody throws that word around like they did yoga and Pilates and all this bullshit, but, like, for real. Right. like, Because, like, oh, God, there are a few things I could say, but it's it's such an – it's so important to know, and this is a really hard thing to grasp, but, like, I, me, Alexi, I control what I put my attention on. If somebody does something to me, if it bothers me, that's on me because I'm the one choosing to feel a certain way. I'm living with that feeling. Like I'm, you know what I mean? So essentially nobody, unless they're sticking a knife in me or shooting, shooting me or like, you know, keeping me from whatever. I, I control what I put my thoughts 
on and, and how I feel. And that's easier said than done. One example of where I really had to rise to the occasion and learn this, and I'm just going to say it for you and, and everybody listening. I, over the holidays, I was newly single. Uh, I ran into a guy that I dated years prior at a bar, and I had a few drinks, and I drank my, like, I only had three drinks, so that's whatever. I, anyway, uh, and I drank my, I drank my last drink very quickly, like super fast. It was like, oh, we're going to leave. We're going to go get in an Uber, and I downed the drink. And I'm a girl, and the reason why I tell girls, like, be careful how fast you drink is because when you drink a lot of alcohol super fast, especially for a woman, it hits our bodies hard. It hits it differently than men, and uh, we sure. process alcohol differently. So I had, like, a brownout, which is like a blackout, except you have patches of, like, remembering shit, but then you, you have patches where you can't remember shit. And I did not like that. I was I woke up the next day. I had slept over the guy's house that I had used to date, and it was fine. Like, But, like, I was humiliated because I lost control of myself, and, and uh, I wasn't sure if I said anything dumb. I don't like to feel that way, and I felt so horrible. So whatever. So I said goodbye to him. We left. It was all fine and cozy, whatever. But later as the day progressed, I was like cringing because I was like, oh my God, there's like, there's like four hours. I'm, I, I don't know what happened. At what point did I pass out? Did I say, was I obnoxious? Oh my God, fuck. And I was spiraling <laughs> because, because right. that's what I, that's the easy thing to do. It's like, well, I got to spiral now. I got to feel shameful. I got to, and I did all this research on the computer not remembering patches. I learned the difference between a brownout and a blackout. And I learned like all about how bodies is break down alcohol. Is brownout like an actual thing that is a, is that like a recognized thing? I thought, did you not just coin that? No, it's a recognized thing because I remembered the majority of the night, but there was like, like three patches where I went in and out and I, I, I thought about it so hardcore and, and it turns out there's a phrase it's called a brownout because it's not quite a blackout but because you were in and out you know okay. yeah, yeah so so I did all this research and I was spiraling but I thought how can I control how can I learn from this oh my god what the fuck Alexi what the fuck you did this to yourself I'm so disappointed in you Alexi me talking to myself so then what I thought was I can't feel this way anymore. I don't want to feel shameful. It's over. It's the next day. I'm in my apartment. The guy texted me to make sure I'm okay. I'm so lucky I ended up in his, you know, I wasn't driving. I was in an Uber and I was with somebody that, you know, took care of me and was like loving. So, right. and in the future, just don't, don't do this again, but stop spiraling because the spiraling is not helping. You need to fucking reroute where you're putting your attention. So as it was so fucking difficult, but I went, okay. I've got to finish this. I was like writing an article for a magazine and I was like writing this other thing that I had to turn in on a deadline. So that's another thing I do besides boy crazy radio, cause I have to like earn money and stuff or whatever. <laughs> so, so I thought, you, I, I go, shut the fuck up. Stop thinking about this. We're going to take all the energy you're using to spiral because that's where the brain wants to go. Cause of course the obvious place is I've got to feel shameful now, but what good does that do me? So I fucking, I felt like I was tugging at it. It's like this meta, it's like this, thing that you couldn't even see but I'm like tugging at my attention and I tugged on it and I just fucking brought it back to my computer and I threw all of my attention into writing this thing that I needed to write that I'd been putting off and you I got fucking, it done. and I got it done I got, and I, I got like a fucking really like 137 pages done of this project I finished it I finished it and I've been putting it off and that's because I had to rise to the occasion and go okay fucking 
you control your thoughts and your attention. And, and you don't have to go, like everybody else, the majority of people in the world are operating unconsciously where they go, oh, well, I guess we have to talk shit now because we're all making fun of that person, so it's just easier to talk shit. Or, oh, I told my friend I'd keep her secret, but now I'm I'm with the person that she was talking about and we run out of conversation, so I guess I'm just going to... You know what I mean? So it's like we're all no, in a totally different ways. Totally What's that? Yeah. No, I was just agreeing. I totally, I totally relate to what you're saying right now. I, I get, I get what you mean. Well, so if you're going through, so meditating will help you gain uh, access to yourself, quiet yourself, and uh, take more ownership of, uh, and and control of your thoughts and your attention and being in the moment and just kind of quieting your whole system. You'll be amazed. It's so simple. It's hard, and but it's but it's so beneficial and all you have to do is just close your eyes and do this thing and then when you're then when you're living your life and you're you have the problems that you're faced with like real shit you're going to be so shocked you'll see in a few months from now as you continue to do it just try just do 20 minutes a day i'll do it after my podcast just to be in solidarity with you or whatever um you'll you'll notice you'll be so much more graceful in in your life, like with your girlfriend or your friends or your problems, your financial shit, you know, you'll just go, okay, what am I, you'll just, you'll just notice, you'll move through your life more gracefully and calm and, and cooler, I promise you, and you'll see, you'll, you'll shock okay. yourself, it'll be wild, well, okay? All right, yeah, that's, that's, I actually really appreciate that advice. Uh, what, what was the mantra that you had again, because I just need to... I, I forgot what it was, but I will use it. Oh, what was it? You're so sweet. This is so cute. This is like Jeff Goldblum and Annie Hall calling a therapist yeah. in the scene. He goes, <laughs> he goes yeah, he goes, I, for, I forgot my mantra. Uh, I don't know. Just say my, what I say, what my therapist uh, introduced me to was this phrase. Everything is exactly as it needs to be. Everything is exactly as it needs to be. And you just repeat yeah, that? Just, I mean, I don't know. I I feel embarrassed, but yeah, like I mean, it's just a personal thing in my brain, you know. Like it just it just calms me down. It calms my whole system down because the world can feel so out of control. So yeah, just quietly say that to yourself. Just it's just in your brain. It's just like a little quiet, a little thing you say to yourself with your mouth closed in your head, focusing on your third eye or whatever. This this is like hipsters <laughs> guide to therapy. I mean, or like meditating. It's ridiculous. Well, it's the guide to meditating, but uh, no, that'll work for me, Austin. It, it'll work for me. Uh, all right. Okay. Well, thank you for the mantra, and you know, I, I love your site. I love your writing and everything. And uh, you know, thanks for the advice. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for calling in. Oh my God, I I feel so exposed. I fully exposed myself. <laughs> oh God, I feel that's good though. That's real. That's fucking greedy and real. Um, getting real honest here. Area code five one three. Yeah. Oh, hey. Five. How you doing? Oh, I'm good. How are you? What's this? What's going on? What was, What's your name? What was that? Like you thought I like hung up. <laughs> Anyway, oh, no. hello? I was just making sure yeah, you can hear me. Okay, what? all right, this is Scorpio. You remember Scorpio? Um, I, call, I, I called in with Jim and I, and we were, yeah. It was on three-way. Well, oh, okay, well, I barely, refresh my memory, but tell me how old you are and where you're calling from. Uh, Ohio, I'm 28. Uh, but anyway, let me, before the guy turns off his phone and, like, starts meditating, uh, I wanted to respond to that question because, um, Part of this, it was weird because the part of the question I was going to ask you had to do with this uh, girl that we do do that together. And um, <clears throat> uh, and I was just going to ask you about one thing that she mentioned. Uh, but before I get to that, I wanted to talk about the meditating thing because we do do that. And it does help with relationships. And I just wanted to give a couple points 
real quick um, that it, it does work. It is serious, you know, but I was just, my point is um, quiet does help, you know what I mean? Being quiet and being silent, all that's part of it. Um, and your mantra is that's all part of it. And that is like a, it's like, I call it like a, just a print like a universal law, like a universal principle. Like, yes, you know what I mean? Everything is uh, as it needs to be, or you, you could also, there's also, um, I've heard it like, as in like uh, your path is where you're at. Cause the Facebook, let me, to get to his point, I just want to make three points real quick. Cause he was really asking about how it works with relationships. Um, and one of them was that, um, uh, what was it? Oh, about his mind state, you know, cause he's like, yeah, I'd like to meditate, you know, but I, I kind of just rather get his Xanax, you know what I mean? Like, and I do understand that too, because I do drink, I smoke, I don't do a lot of pills and shit like that. But I mean, when you're, when it's something new to you and you're trying to like, you know what I mean? And you want to look for something that may help out your, you know, lifestyle or may help you out or whatever. When you're looking for this sort of thing, you're looking for it for a reason, but obviously you're like, you're not like going to just start out some like super master guru yoga, you know what I mean? Like some guru, but what they did was, yeah. So it's like, I was going to talk about his mind state. So that just, just being in the right mind state uh, is how you get the most out of it. So it's just like, well, I meditate, but I'd rather have a Xanax. Okay. That's the, you want to get out of that first, (laughs) that mentality first. Like you want to be serious about the meditation first. Uh, And then second, the peace and quiet thing, that's, that's, uh, what I like to think of it is, is peace is like a wholeness word. Because to me, peace doesn't necessarily mean about uh, mean being quiet all the time, or it's not just being alone all the time, or in solidarity, or just shutting everything off. But yeah, that's that's part of it. But uh, um, it's really of a wholeness word, and that's kind of where the relationship things come in because the relationship is a part of you know being whole. So it's like it's 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 certain you know aspects to the whole thing that when they're together, then everything else kind of flows. You know what I mean? Um, and it is your own. You know what I mean? It is what you you make it. Uh, but it's not always it's not always just you know peace and quiet. Like sometimes there's meditations that can be quite painful. Uh, especially when it comes to relationships and stuff like that, or you don't know why they're working out and yada, yada, yada. It's, there's some meditations where you really do have to go in, inside. Like you have to go internal. You do have to look at your, uh, you know, you have to look at your fears sometimes. You have to look at your denials and things like that. And those are, uh, and those are things they're called, they're like, um, those could be like something like blockages or something. If you're wondering why something's not working, that's only just a manifestation of an aspect of something that hasn't been resolved. So sometimes you do have to go so far deep inside that you resolve things step-by-step and it could be a very long process. It could be painful. Uh, It can be joyful, but especially in the beginning, it's not always, uh, but you do have to go in there and look at these kind of things and look at yourself. And that can, that, that would be better off, you know, kind of either under a good guru or or by yourself you know what I mean uh where you have to kind of just look at yourself um so that was one and um and then and then the other thing you, you mentioned about um somebody saying weird shit you're like well you know I control my thoughts so if somebody says some weird shit you know that's up to me how I react that's up to me or what I, how I let other people affect me yada 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 but I will say this <clears throat> that uh some gurus did do shit like that like even if you were their student and you were under their, uh, you know, the, the, their mentorship and you're under their God, uh, they, depending on where your level was, they would, they would fuck with you a little bit. They would do, they would say weird, bizarre shit every now and then. That was a part of their technique also. Um, so that, yada, 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 just for but, whatever, but, but, for what it's worth. But let me just jump in. But I'm, I'm talking about like, will you encounter, and I. I know, and, I know. Oh, no, I, I know. No, no, let me finish. Let, I know, let me finish, let me finish. What I'm saying is, though, like, and and it's not even necessarily a bad thing. It's interesting because you're 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 we're gonna come into contact with like 
tons of things all the time, people that I feel more comfortable with, people that I, I don't feel particularly comfortable with. But those people I use as a mirror and as a guide guide to go, exactly. oh, well, I, I don't like this. This doesn't work for me. I prefer something else. So I learn about myself when I encounter anything and everything. You know what I mean? So, so, mm-hmm. uh, and, and so it's, it's all helpful essentially. Like, and, and I get like running into random and, and I guess it's not random, but running into people and then, and then, uh, are you saying like a guru is, uh, fucks with people? It's like, yeah, you, you, we're faced with challenges all the time. And then what we do with it kind of lets us know what kind of, what we're made of and where we're at in our life. And, and that's how we grow mm-hmm. by like how we walk through it or something. Anyway, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. What, what, what were you originally calling about? And I had one last thing though. Actually, hold on. You said, you said that, you said you said something very fast. You said you're with meditation. You're looking for because I know it doesn't mean about isolation and it, it's not about isolating yourself and always being quiet. But you had a nice mm-hmm. phrase that you said you said very fast. Was it peace of a wholeness? Is that what you said? Oh, peace is a wholeness. It's a wholeness word. So yeah, a lot of people say uh, associate peace with quietness. Where I just need some peace and quiet, and that's kind of it gets stuck in our heads that that's what peace is, is that it's quiet. But really, peace is. I was saying it's a wholeness word. It, it could be uh, it could be your financial, like it could be your financial, your relationship, your social. It could be all kinds of things like that. Where uh, I was saying it, 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 it you, you go ahead. But that's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. I get. I get. Oh, and here's what I think too, because obviously I'm not a. Uh, I mean, I can isolate myself when I'm writing, and at times when I'm usually be working, because I'm. I, I identify as being a writer out of everything I do the most because I and I can I isolate when I do that because I've got to be alone. But I'm obviously a very loud, in your face, out in the world kind of person. Yeah, yeah so I'm like a mix, like I'm an introvert and an extrovert. But the notice when I meditate or when I am, you know, when I do look at myself and go inwards and kind of have the ability to quiet myself and just and and meditate, I notice that when I'm out in the world and I'm and all this shit is coming at me and I'm participating in the world. And I notice that I feel more rooted and I feel less like, Oh God, I could just be, I could tip over. I could be blown, blown over. You know what I mean? Right. Sometimes things get, you know, you're out at a bar and people are sarcastic and, and uh, you know, you run into things, people that make you, that you uh, uh, don't love being around as much as other people. And you're kind of faced with all this shit. But when you're, kind of rooted in something and you kind of like are grounded it makes you feel more sturdy as you like walk through the world you know mm-hmm. anyway yeah. but what's your your other question that you said well you're, you're gonna can i give me a else. couple more points and then get to the question yeah yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, uh, let's, let's okay let's do it okay the one point was about thoughts about you're like because that's funny because my friend here i was going to get him on three-way or have him online he's right next to me but so he's just listening but we were he was when he when you was like uh, uh, you're trying to quiet your thoughts, and you're like, fuck, I just fucked up the meditation because I had a thought, you know what I mean? And like, he was laughing. Like, yeah, that's a real experience, but at the same time, what really helped me out also uh, is what my guru told me uh, is that even the greatest masters don't have thoughts. So it's uh, – or, or don't have – even the greatest masters have never gotten – like, there's – I mean, that is so fucking rare to the point where it's not your that, – that shouldn't be your whole goal of meditation is to just, I mean, like, yeah, silence and peace, yeah, but not to have exact, like, zero thoughts like that, because that's what the, the brain does that. That's what the brain does. It processes constantly. Uh, it, that's what it does. So it, that's not necessarily the goal to have no thoughts, because, like I said, even the greatest, the greatest, greatest, greatest yogis and gurus have never been absent completely of thought. Like, even Buddha had thoughts and shit, you know what I mean? So yeah, that's yeah. just... I, yeah, I just want to make that one point, and then again to help him uh, with the relationship thing. And this is kind of what goes into me and my girl. 
uh, is he may want to look into something like Tantra. But, again, before you even get into Tantra, you want to get into the, the right mentality and stuff. Uh, but, basically, uh, it starts with the breathing. So he, I, would, I was going to say to him, is to just, one, get into mentality of it. You know, two, work on your breathing before you start worrying about uh, – relationships or before you start worrying about having thoughts and being quiet and land I mean that's part of that's a good start but um, and then um, uh, but to really get into the breathing because that's what being present is all about being present is being aware of your breathing it's being aware of how you breathe and it's and there's uh, and it's being aware of uh, how the breath works with the body because it does like you said it does change your you know it it changes your DNA it changes your uh, your, 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 your bodily systems. And so I forgot how you put it, but, um, I would say like your, um, it, it changes all that internally because obviously it's, it's uh, giving oxygen to yourselves, you know, and you're, so you see what I'm saying? Well, it, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah but, it, I want to know what your question, I want to know what your question is though, because I'm going to get to another call in a second, but I, I want to know what, what you were originally going to call about uh, before you're commenting on the other oh, guy. Okay. Well, it was about, <laughs> It was about, sorry, I'm lighting my cigarette because I do smoke and drink like a motherfucker. But anyway, it was about my girl. So, <laughs> I know, like, I'll be sitting there, like, I'll be sitting there, like, I don't know. I'm, I use it in a different way because, like, maybe it's the Native American in me, so I use the tobacco thing as, like, a <laughs> in, in my beer. But I don't <laughs> – I use it as, like, a meditative sort of thing. But anyway, so let's just say my girl, she's long distance, but we do do that. Like I, it, we met each other on that type of level. Like we met each other on the, on that meditative level to where, uh, but anyway, this is one thing she said that I'm not sure if I agree with. I'm not sure if she's saying this just to say, I mean, whatever. So she says that she can't have sex with somebody that she's not emotionally like connected to. Which and there's some scientific name for it or some shit I don't know, but she's saying that she can't have a sexual relationship with somebody she's not emotionally connected to, and that's like to me, uh, for lack of a better word, the dumbest shit I've ever heard. But <laughs> she is, <laughs> you know what I mean? She is on that level, and I, you know, yeah. So, so I just don't know what you what, what, what's the what question, do you think though? about that? Like, do you think she's I mean, is that like like nobody says that? Like, what girl says that? Like, it's you know what no, I mean? Like, no, 2000- listen. How old? How old is she? Mm, Thirty-nine, about to be forty. Thirty-nine. Uh yeah. From uh, you know, I understand that. I I know when you're like late and when you're in your teens, your twenties, your early twenties, your mid, whatever. Like, yeah. You're 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 more like hormonal. You're wild. You're making all yeah. these like crazy choices was, as a woman. Yeah. But let's hear. Hold on, yeah. hold on. Hear me out. Hold, hear me out. Yeah. No. Go ahead. No. I'm agreeing. I'm thinking it's an okay. age thing. But go stop ahead. it. Stop. Stop. Just quiet. You stop. Know, like, stop it. Okay. Smoke your cigarette. Let me just talk because I'm gonna get you another phone call in a moment. Cause it's, okay. But okay. I believe that women are just uh, not all the time. And I don't mean the gender stereotype or blah blah blah. But like, especially at 39 years old, you get to a point where you go, you know what? Like, you fucked enough. You yeah. had enough sex. It's like. And sex with an emotional connection, even for me, like, and I've had a lot of sex, and, like, I I would rather just, like, take an Epsom salt bath and, like, masturbate or something than have sex with some person who doesn't love me or care about me or think I'm special where I'm not, and, and, and who I'm not interested in or hooked into or think is funny or interesting in any way because it's so empty. It's like, it's like somebody, somebody just sticking their dick in my fucking vagina, and it's like this, I mean... If they're well, maybe if I'm if, wait, hold, on, the, hold on hold on hold on hold okay. on I I you spoke so much to me the no I know I'm sorry go so ahead stop but you're still doing it okay just hold on and you're, okay 
if, if I get, like, if you're out and about and you're drunk and you're, and you're feeling your feelings and you have a moment of, like, seeing somebody who's attractive and you're like, this is amazing, I'm doing it on a whim, yes, I get that and that happens, but I can also, and that's fun, and that can be really fucking wonderful and amazing. 39 years old is a woman who I, I assume has had experience. Now she's uh, more mature. She's evolved. And she knows what works for her. And like I say, like overall, yeah, speaking as a woman, emotional connection like trumps casual sex. Even though casual sex can be real fun when it's fun, you know, like, but more so than not, uh, if that even makes sense, it's not. So I'm with her. So so just accept what you're saying. It's not bullshit. I, I believe well, her. I, for well, real. But I, see, that's what I'm saying, though. This is, that's a, this is the difference. It makes me harder to trust her. When she says that, because honestly, you know, I, I know I'd rather hear her say like I'd rather hear her just sound like any other normal girl. Because I mean, I'm I'm talking to her like maybe 43, 45, and we just hooked up. I knew her five minutes, and we hooked up. I mean, we're still talking and shit, but yada yada yada. But I it would it would be easier for me to trust her if she said something like um, if that wasn't there. Because say she cheated or something, then that makes it like. Uh, if somebody cheated, I'd rather than say like, "Oh, it was just sex. It was Wait, one time." Now, it didn't mean now you're speaking. Hold on. Now you're speaking so fast, and you're. I'm to- totally kind of not following. You met her. You hooked up fast. Now you're doing a long. Business oh no, no, no! This is a different girl. But this is a different girl, a little older. And it's, it was just sex. For, uh, go ahead. I'm just answering your question. I, I'm going to get to another call. The first girl. I'm with you. No, but okay, the, the yeah. thing is, what? just trust the girl. 39. She she meditates with you over the phone. She's in a thing with you. Yeah. She obviously likes you. Just believe her. Yeah. That's what she she says it. It's true. Everybody's different. This girl is saying this. I believe, I, I believe her. Believe her. I believe her. It's just a little like eh, really because I'm just I'm just saying like say she I'm just looking at like man say she cheated or something hypothetically because I'm okay. never necessarily yeah then that this, means like could that I'd rather just hear it like oh it was one time like oh yeah well, I get it you know but if she cheated and then all right then it means she, all right like, that means she had an emotional connection with some guy you know what I mean like then like we're, but you listen know what I mean? stop 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 she hasn't mm-hmm. cheated you're I don't know, I know who you are yeah. but you're off you're off in the future and and it's not happened so you need to just you know speaking of meditating you go meditate trust this girl at her word uh, believe it because you not believing her says more about you than it says about her because that's that's where you're at kind of anyway. But I love that you called, and we get to talk about so many amazing things about meditation and everything. But I'm taking another call, Scorpio. Uh, area code 661. Uh, 661, are you yeah, still there? Me. Oh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm what's here. your name? How, oh, God, tell me everything. Uh, give me all the info that I want to know before you tell me your problem. I don't have a problem. I'm just listening. Oh, I drink too much your, bourbon, maybe. Oh, you're tweeting me about bourbon. What's your name? Uh, Doug. Doug, how old are you and where are you calling from? I'm 52, and I'm calling from Southern California. Southern California. Well, I'm going to leave you to, to drinking uh, your bourbon, and you continue listening, okay. and I hope we I hope we provide some form of entertainment. But keep tweeting, and I'm going to check my tweets in a moment. Thank you, Doug. Uh, oh, another area code, 661, telephone number, uh, 661-487. I'm not going to say the whole number. Hello? Oh, man, come on. Come on. Nobody. Oh, my God. You waited the whole You waited so long. Uh, all right. I'm going to take this phone call. Area code 915. Did I yes. Hello? Yes. Hello. What's your name? How old are you? And where are you calling from? Um, my name is Cindy. I'm calling from New York City, even though my 
Uh, phone still is from Texas. And I'm your phone 34. is still from 34. Phone number is still from Texas, but you're calling from New York City. And where is this accent from? I, I detect an accent. Uh, Mexican. I'm into it. Very exciting. I want to know all about you and your thoughts and feelings. What are you? What's going on with you? Uh, I have a, a lady problem, but it's not love. Well, it's love related, but not like like love love. Um, basically, my boyfriend, best friend, is getting married to a very, very annoying person that all friends hate. And mm-hmm. basically, he really wants me to go to the wedding, but I don't want to go to the wedding because I cannot stand being around her. So I don't know if you have had that problem before or what can you uh, I, give me a I know. I get it. You know what you have to do? Just... You love your boyfriend, right? Yes. You love your boyfriend. It's it's your boyfriend's best friend. Just go there. Be the bigger person. Be nice. Hold your boyfriend's hand and just be kind and rise above it and have fun and dance and ignore her. Just just don't be a jerk. Don't be a jerk. Just be kind. <laughs> have a drink. Well, I was, have some champagne I was and thinking celebrate, about you know? that. Yeah. I, I actually I do agree about that. And um, I was I was starting to look for a dress, but it's a very very expensive wedding. Um, she's like really like rich. Her parents have like their engagement and present was a house in Manhattan, which is like crazy. So I was like, why I'm gonna spend two thousand dollars in a dress for a person I don't like? Get your boyfriend when, to buy your dress. Wait, why do you have to buy a two thousand dollar dress? Just like go to like. Go to go online. Go to Reformation. dot com or NastyGal. dot com or and get like a pay like a hundred and fifty bucks for a dress tops or borrow a dress from a friend. Why do you have to pay two thousand dollars for a dress? Because it's a very expensive wedding. That's why. So I don't. No, no. I also I'm going to. I want to look my best. No, listen to me though. Mm-hmm. I would never spend. I'm a fancy highbrow person. I don't have a ton of money. And I've had lots of money. I've been broke. I go back and forth. It happens. Life is crazy. But here's what I do know. It's it's always smart to be smart with your money and to like uh, $2,000 on a dress for a wedding of a person you don't really like. It's so ridiculous. There's And you don't even need to. I, I'm very – I'm going to say some fucked up shit right now. I dress cool. I'm stylish. I have an awareness of, uh, you know, what looks nice. You can figure out how to do that on a budget. You don't need to spend $2,000. And I say, start going online now. Get off the phone with me and just, I swear to God, go to reformation.com. Go to, just start Googling. Go wild on the internet and see what you can yeah, find. I was looking can... at, like, rent where you can rent the dresses. I was just, I'm still debating about it. I just... Cannot no, stand her. Deal. She's always really rude with me, like every time we are around. And it's you her day, you know, it's her wedding. Like, I know, but you know why what I, I think? I put myself in a situation. But. I know, but you know what? Not going will be such a bigger statement. And, and you, do you love your boyfriend? Like, do you want to get married to your boyfriend? Um, I don't think so yet. I mean, we just uh, uh-huh. been together for a year. I don't. Well, do I don't you like know, him? Like, that's something I want to do. Wait, how old are you? I'm 34. 
Okay, so and uh, like, do, do you like him? Do you have a good time with your boyfriend? Is he funny and nice to you? Oh yeah, like we are. He's my best friend. Like he's he's a person that I can really like communicate and we really like have fun together. So, what does he say about how you're feeling? Um, basically, he hates her too. Like all the friends hate her. Um, we actually call her. We 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 are a big group of friends, and we call her first wife. Um, <laughs> but we we basically kind of like you know we like this guy. He's a really wonderful person, and we are like that's what he shoots, and that's what we have to to do, you know. Um, yeah. but he's like, if you don't want to go, like, I will understand, but I will be very sad not to have you there. So I'm like, yeah, you know what, Cindy, I think I know you can't stand her and I totally get it. And I, I'm on your side a thousand percent, but just be the bigger person. Just go make your boyfriend pay for your dress. It's his dumb friend. Stupid wife. Oh, we don't, you know what I mean? we like, don't do that. We don't, like, he doesn't buy me things. <laughs> we have a very, just, like, oh, you pay for like, your things, I pay for my things. Oh, that's nice. That's very modern. I'm, I guess I'm a, I'm a jerk. I'm, I don't know. I'm so confused about all that stuff. But, well, then here's the deal. If you're willing to spend 2000 make a budget for yourself, you're going. I've decided. You're going, and you're going to be nice, and you're going to have fun with your boyfriend, and you're going to be the bigger person, and you're going to impress yourself and impress the wife, the first wife, with how cool you are. Because you, you're, you're better than her. If she sucks, you don't have to suck. You just go support your, your boyfriend and, and, and his friend and just have fun. Like, ignore her as much as you can. Dance and eat the free food and make out with your, your boyfriend. Like, it should be fun. Weddings are so fun and so fuck her, but go anyway. Because I think it's like a bigger, it's a bigger statement and it's a bigger fuck you to not show up, you know. So don't do that. That's what I think. Well, thank you so much. You actually You're... answered my question. Yeah, I can't wait to hear I about called. the wedding. I'm glad you called too. I'm so I'm like honored you called, and I want to know what when is the wedding. Uh, it's gonna be at the end of July. Oh my god! Oh well, call back before then if anything changes, and let me know if you find a dress uh, at a better price. What is okay? that website again? I'm gonna go there as soon as oh, I there, know. There's there's a few. There's one called Reformation, which is. Uh, maybe I, I don't know if I can spell it out. It might not be clear, but uh, it's F I'm typing on an it R. As we speak, so I think yeah. I found it. Yeah, it's like a R E S O R M A T I O N Reformation. The Reformation. Um, yeah, I think that's what it should be. It's just uh, let me let me let me see if I got this as well. Yeah, the Reformation, and you know what? And then just just go mental on the internet. Just start looking at everything. Oh, you know what? Go to jcrew.com. Oh, yeah. Thereformation.com. Look at their dresses. They've got, they even have wedding party dresses. Click on wedding parties. All right. So they got, some, they got some cool. I'm yeah, here they got, now. I'm going to start looking. Yeah. yeah, start looking because I love their dresses. Their dresses are so flattering. They they are flattering on every woman's body type. They're they're you know they're expensive. They're like they can be like three hundred and fifty dollars, but that's cheaper than two thousand. That's that's too much yeah, money. No way. Way no way. Than, yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, let me know how it goes, and thank you for calling. Thank you. Have a nice. I I guess it's already up here. It's at one a.m. already. <laughs> I should go to bed. 
here it's 1015. I'm going to hang up and I'm wrapping up the show because uh, I think, uh, well, you know what? Maybe I'll get to a few more phone calls. God, I feel like I want to go to a wedding. I'm actually a bridesmaid in a wedding. I'm a bridesmaid in a wedding in June. I'm very excited about it. Um, that's all. What else do you want to know? Anything? Anything? Oh, okay. I'm taking another phone call. I was going to read emails, but phone lines have been lighting up, and that's what this is all about, old-fashioned phone calls. Uh, area code 661, you're back. Oh, come on. Come on. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this to us? Um, God, I kind of didn't want to talk about this at the end of the night because this is more of a up top kind of thing that I wanted to like put my attention on. But here's something I'm I'm exploring in my brain or just been thinking about that that is interesting. Um, it's so weird. I, I mean, one of my favorite things to do. I tweeted this the other day, just in case we're friends on Twitter, and we should be at Alexi Wasser and Instagram at Alexi Wasser. Um, but I tweeted, like, oh, talking in tweets. Um, one of my favorite things to do is to have, like, really in-depth, deep, philosophical, semi-romantic, or, like, you know, just personal text conversations with men I've never met before. And the reason I am having text conversations with men I've never met is not because I'm on any kind of dating website or Tinder or whatever. It's because, like, I don't know, maybe I'll get a, a, a DM on Twitter or a direct message on Instagram or or I'll have like a friend, like a, oh, God, how does this happen, I guess, sometimes, where it's like maybe I'll meet somebody once and we'll have, we'll exchange numbers somehow and then we never really see each other or somebody lives somewhere else and and uh, we're both very busy or we live in other cities or whatever, for whatever reason, but we we text and there's like a comfort in the texting. You know, and we're gearing up to meet. You know, you have that time frame with another person where somehow you guys have each other's number, whether wherever you get it from. You've met in person or you've met online or whatever, or they're a mutual friend or you're being set up or whatever the fuck. Or even if it is on Tinder, which I'm not on Tinder, okay? I just, I'm not. But there's that period of time where before you meet and go on your actual date or have your one-on-one encounter or whatever you're about to do, your meetup, your hang session in person, IRL, where you are texting with this person. And, like, that's fun. I like that. That's, like, I just love it. Remember, like, a long time ago, and I don't even know if I do remember this, where, like, texting felt like a separate thing, like, People talk about, you know, in the future we're going to be able to read minds. Well, I feel like that's what texting has turned into. Like that's what Twitter is. A bunch of people like, you know, they're, you know, spouting off what's going on in their brain, you know. it's And it's all one thing. Like a long time ago I would have had a conversation in person or a conversation over the phone, but then if I were to text somebody it would be like this weird clunky thing where I am, I am texting this person uh, I, I'm going to try to, and I'm a writer. I fucking write. But even so, like, it would still feel like this separate exchange, the text. But now texting is just an extension of like my psyche. It's just like, you get, you're getting deeper into my soul my and my psyche than, than, you know, anything else you do with me. You know what I mean? Like maybe if you're, I don't know, like it's just deep. 
texting is interesting and, and romantic. And I love that period of before the actual encounter of having these this exchange. But then the scary thing is, let's say you put in all this time, and maybe you guys can relate to this. You you put in all this witty, banter, texting, romantic kind of not like not not super sexy or, or, you know, loving because you don't know the person, but it's like, you know, you're flirting. It's like this text flirtation, this witty banter and blah, blah, blah. And you're like talking about your past and your childhood and what is, you know, and like putting out weird questions that the other person will answer. And you can like just be this other version of yourself that's kind of like exists in this, you know, in this weird vortex in the ether, you know? This faceless area where you where you you're, you're you're in communication with somebody, and it can be so interesting. Where you can go like, how do you think you're gonna die, or or like, or you know, are you happy, or can I ask you this thing about the blah blah? And you can be really forthcoming and poetic, but then it's like it's almost scary to meet with that person in person because. What if you guys have a horrible kiss? What if, like, the smell of their skin or vice versa repulses both of you or, like, it's just not a fit or – but you, like – it's just so weird. It's another, I'm going to say, platform, texting and the pre-date human exchange encounter of texting is – it's such a special, cool thing that sometimes it sucks that you could sully the whole exchange by, and burst the bubble by meeting in person. It's kind of scary. And I was just thinking about, I'm having this like text exchange with this, with this guy that I've never met in person. I have no idea. I mean, I barely know what he looks like. I barely know what his voice sounds like. Um, we had mutual friends. We're friends on social media. And all of a sudden, thing for the past two weeks or something, and it's just an interesting idea to be like, wow, like I, I'm happy to just be like home working, uh, running errands, hanging out with my friends, and then coming home instead of going to a bar, and like texting this guy who's out of town working or something because we're having like these fun, intimate, cool, poetic, sweet text exchange that, that, that fill that void of loneliness while you're single or that make you feel like wanted or attended to. And then it's just such a bummer. That's, I just think that's interesting. And I think doesn't, doesn't that happen all the time though? Isn't everybody doing that now? Whether it be with, you know, Facebook, messaging on Facebook or messaging on Tinder, or all the stuff. So God, so I just made a joke to him earlier tonight saying like, you know, we should just leave it at this. Let's just leave it at this. This is good. Why ruin it? Meeting, meeting in person. Could all, it could all go to shit. So, yeah, that was my long-winded meditation on faceless exchanges in the modern world prior to meeting in person. Yeah, how do you feel about that? Who are you quietly texting with now? Um, I'm going to go look at my Twitter right now, at Alexi Wasser, and see if anybody... uh, is writing to me. Oh my God, the guy who called in who was drinking bourbon, Doug, has tweeted me a lot. I'll be your semi sugar daddy, mental on the internet. You should be married. 
that may have been before you were born, old school, flirting is very sexy, have no prior expectations, be happy always. Listen, Doug, you're tipsy, you're drinking bourbon, you're tweeting at me, you're listening to Boy Crazy Radio, and uh, you're 52 years old in Southern California. And you know what? I love it. Seems fun. I, I appreciate the attention. I appreciate the tweets. Um, oh, now Doug just said that I should go meet the guy that I'm texting. Well, I'm sure we will. He's out of town right now. He's uh, he's out of town. He will be back. We have mutual friends. I know he's not a murderer. Seems like a good guy. I also really like, like, I'm not anti-new friends because I love meeting new people and I'm very, like, into, you know, meeting people and people are great and this is great, whether it be friends or dating or whatever. But I don't know. Something perhaps, you know, I also do love dating people where other people can vouch for them. That's very cozy. That feels safer than like, because I went on a date with some guy who was lovely, but he, he, I just met him out in the world. I met him at a thing that I went to. I went and saw, uh, whatever. And, uh, and I went on a date with him and, and, the, and it's weird just going out with some random. I mean, he's not, he's lovely, but I was just like, who is this guy? He doesn't know any of my friends. We don't have any mutual friends, you know, like real mutual friends. I'm not talking about like mutual friends on Facebook. I don't know what the fuck that means anymore because I have like, I don't know, whatever, not to brag, but I have like a few Facebook accounts and and a lot of friends on those Facebook things and I don't really know any of these people except for like a handful. So it's nice when you feel comfortable uh, and being in, in like, kind of like at least an extended same circle of friends. Anyway, I'm getting more. Okay, go find him, become a stalker. Listen, listen, Doug on the internet tweeting at me. I get it. I understand. Thank you. All right, let me see. Any any other, uh, I think I got to all the phone calls. What a wonderful night. I can't believe this, you guys. What a fantastic exchange. I got to tell you about uh, my the intricacies in my mind about uh how special texting can be as opposed to actually ruining it and meeting the person and blah, blah, blah. I got to quote Ramona Singer from from Real Housewives of New York City. I mean, God, if I can get one Real Housewives of New York City tidbit into Boy Crazy Radio a week, I feel fulfilled. I feel like, wow, I'm really incorporating who I really am with this, with this show. Um, yeah, we talked about meditating answered a lot of phone calls, and we're going to do it again next week and every Wednesday for the live show at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. Yeah, motherfucking iTunes. Have you heard of it? I have. It's kind of a big deal, all right? You're welcome. Anyway, or if you if you are available at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Wednesdays and you want to listen and call in to the live show, then you go to boycrazyradio.com and save this number in your phone, all right? Save this number in your smartphone because then you can call from wherever you are at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Wednesdays. And that number is area code 646-378-0649. You can always email me your questions, your thoughts, your concerns, your feelings, your conundrum, whatever to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, subject big sis. And if you want to go to where it all started, where I originally started my, my quest, 
my journey uh, to become a, a podcasting blogger, see where it all began and go to imboycrazy.com. imboycrazy.com. And by the way, Boy Crazy Radio and imboycrazy.com are not for, for girls only. It's not just for girls and gay dudes. How dare you? The word boy crazy, ultimately all I meant by that when I chose that domain was that feeling, that youthful feeling, the essence of that youthful feeling when you wake up in the morning or when you're walking, living your life as a young person, male or female, gay, straight, bisexual, transgender, whatever the fuck is cool to say. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. That feeling, being boy crazy or girl crazy is a youthful feeling that you can still have in your 50s, 60s, 70s, where you're just excited about life, you're a romantic, you never know what's going to happen, you're looking around every corner, everything's exciting, you hope to fall in love, you have crushes, you think people are cute, you like, you like making out, you want to feel loved and desire to be cool and, and, you know, and alive. That's all that means. Relax, everybody. Some people just some people are so rude about the word boy crazy. Oh, boy crazy. Oh, does it mean I'm gay if I listen to boy crazy radio? Yeah, fuck you, dude. Don't listen. I uh, I I I can't even say it would mean you're gay because if I love gay men, so I don't want to like insult the gay community. I don't like listen, you homophobic weirdo. Before you're insulting the term boy crazy and equating that to meaning you're gay. And anyway, whew, okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna end the show. And uh, I just want to leave you with this. I don't care what everyone else says about you, okay? I love you. Oh. Wake up feeling blessed up, uh, piss you on that dress up, uh, ain't afraid uh, to show it, I'll expose it if I dress up, yeah. riding in that test up, roasted nigga ketchup, uh, sipping on that several till I messed up, like yes sir, yeah. now I'm getting changed, people looking at me strange, uh, like niggas switching lanes, never change, still the same, uh, we fuck bitches get paper, yeah. we fuck niggas on paper, uh, we walk around with lasers, we probably own some tasers, lame niggas disgrace us, they girlfriends
people calling women bitches oh. I don't mean no harm, but won't you win your friends yeah. Meet us in the cut and we'll give you the business Got my witness that I only wanna kick it And your girl just said they with it So we rolling in them benzes Won't you blow it up and stop the babysitting She got drunk as fuck and swallowed all my kids Back to the mat, tats on the back Ass so fat, hit that from the back When it clap from the back, she clap in the back She flat on the back, then it's back to the track Fuck your pack, ain't that where it's at Fuck nigga, hack, hit clap, lay flat Fuck your dream, leave a fuck nigga dream When you sleep and you won't come back from the back Benjamin three stack, it's a fact She lives in my lap, on my out, out cash Daddy fat, bitches on my sack And you know I'm smoking, bitches rolling Reefer got me open, while until the morning With my homies, tell them where we going Wow, for the night, fuck being polite I'm going <laughs> Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid for in Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer end 1716-7218. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.